king, you have summoned me. What is it? Take this here vibranium to the brother Myers as a gift from the people of Wakanda. Go and bring him the vibranium mic. He will use it wisely. Who are you? You don't know. Don't tell me Negro. That's absolutely nothing. What did you do before you were named a Negro? And where were you? And what did you have there? Ask Professor Maurice Miles Martinez, MC Brother Miles, and he'll tell you like it really is. You can shackle the hands of black people. You can jail the bodies of black people. But you cannot shackle or jail the minds of black people. Rise up, black man, black woman, and reach to go back to Africa. My father was a Garveyite. Thus, Marcus Garvey can be thought of as my grandfather. But when you say, I've read in... Dr. Ben's book, or I've read in Dr. Ivan Van Sertima's book, or I've read in Professor Maurice Miles Martinez's book, they say, don't speak that information in here. Brothers and sisters, speak your truth to the world. Brother Miles, the black man's truth is here. The Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. History is a clock that people use to tell their political, economic, and cultural time of day. Brother Miles, the relationship of history to the people is the same as the relationship of a mother to her child. Free at last and proud to be black. One day, Miles will be free at last. Hey, Brother Miles. That was really great, man. I'm impressed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, the place where black history, hip-hop, and spoken word come together. I'm your host, Maurice Miles Martinez, also known as MC Brother Miles. At the end of each podcast, we have an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself. Those of you who are new to this podcast and like the hip-hop side of this podcast, check out the New Year's Eve concert that I put on a few weeks ago. Now, last week, we talked about whether there are African space satellites. Yes, that Africans have space satellites currently in space. Today, I'm going to share with you a reading of the first chapter of my book called The Real Wakandas of Africa. This book was originally inspired by a book called From Superman to Man. And this book, From Superman to Man, is one of the hidden classics that few people are aware of. From Superman to Man was so inspirational that I wrote the sequel of it, which is the book you're about to hear called The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark versus Herman Cain, which is also under the title From Man to Superman, Dr. John Henry Clark versus Herman Cain. And I'm going to share with you a little from the first chapter of this book. Now, From Superman to Man was a debate 
on a segregated train, that's J.A. Rogers' book, of a black porter named Dixon and a racist white senator. And Dixon refers to actual factual and historical sources. And this is what makes the book so special. It's very rare that you read a novel where they actually refer to actual factual sources. It's a very good book. It's a must read. Definitely get that J.E. Rogers book from Superman to Man. Now my book's the sequel to that book where Dr. John Henry Clark encounters Herman Cain and Dr. Clark and Herman Cain and another person named Martin on the bus ride from south to north refer to actual sources on this bus ride. Actual factual sources about Africa and the black community. And while this book is available on Amazon, this is the first time that you will hear this book read. And I do my best to read it in the voices of the characters in the book. And by the way, there's hip-hop too in the first chapter, so if you stay around, you'll hear some rhymes. Now, I'm skipping over the preface, which I may read at a later point in time, and going right into chapter one. Chapter one. Was there a black African origin of civilization? Black Republicans, black Democrats, African nationalists, and black hip-hop in Savannah, Georgia. An aged black leather shoe landed firmly on the first step of the bus. Its seasoned cracks had been polished many times over. It was followed by yet another shoe, which appeared as its historical equivalent. These shoes were special. They shined with an age-old wisdom of many years of suffering, but twinkled with an ebullient quality of resilience. They looked as though they walked the halls of some institution of higher learning for many years. An urban one not Ivy League, where the school of hard knocks was commonplace, but a place which produced more Nobel laureates than any university in the country. Another step was taken, and the shoes ascended to the main aisle. Down toward the mid-back of the bus, they moved with knowledgeable pride, rocking with the body above them, one over the next. They passed seat after seat that was full with passengers. Finally, they reached two chairs on the left rear of the bus, the shoes slid into the outside reclining chair across from two open seats. After a few passengers boarded the bus, another set of shoes planted themselves firmly on its first step. They were black alligator skin shoes, shined to perfection. Neither a blemish nor crease on them, they marched with the pride of leadership and business etiquette. One shoe moved in southern rhythm over the next, as if they had somewhere to go and meant business. After reaching the center aisle, they strode toward the back of the bus. There was an arrogant surety about them. It was as though they knew where they were going, but couldn't get there fast enough. They twisted toward an open seat on the right of the bus and slid firmly into the outside seat. Right behind the alligator skins, a pair of sneakers followed. They were basketball high tops, Jordans, that were cleaned gently with the toothbrush to the point that they could not be differentiated from the day they were bought. They moved with a youthful, cool arrogance, yet they were guarded with a hidden caution not to bump into anything that may have scathed their sides. Landing firmly on the main bus platform, they took an abrupt turn to the left, as though making a break on a national basketball court for the hoop, and moved with a youthful cadence, almost in lockstep with the alligators that had preceded them. There, they rhythmically made their way to the back of the bus, and scooted past the alligator skin shoes to the inside seat. Before departing, the bus driver announced in a firm tone, Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Express Greyhound to New York City. 
Shortly, we will be departing Savannah, Georgia on this hot 2014 day. As soon as all of your bags are loaded on the bus, we will leave and be making limited stops along the way. We will stop in Florence, South Carolina, in Fayetteville, North Carolina, in Richmond, Virginia, in Washington, D.C., and in Baltimore, Maryland. After that, we will be headed to New York City. Please be advised that this is a non-smoking bus, and that includes the lavatory at the back of the bus. You will have the opportunity to get off the bus at selected stops, and then you can smoke in the designated smoking areas. The bus engine rumbled to a start, and the oversized vehicle rolled toward its first destination. It was a sunny morning, one of those hot Georgia summer days where the humidity hangs in the air and frosts the windows of an air-conditioned bus with a winter-thick haze, all water but as translucent as ice. This haze effectively blinded the passengers to the outside world as the bus passed through the rural city of Savannah and onto the Interstate 95 toward the north. The coach plowed ahead for some time when the passenger with the aged leather shoes unzipped a briefcase he was holding and pulled out a book, an accompanying notebook. The book was thicker than a seasoned southern Bible, and the notebook was neatly overflowing with pages. The notebook looked as though it had taken years to compile and had a sense of disorganized orderliness about it. The book was bound with a large beige hardcover, but was tattered as if it had been read by a hundred other men before landing in the hands of this man. Its dust jacket had long disappeared many readers ago. Carefully, he opened it, flipping its pages to a section on the Nile Valley civilization of Kemet, popularly known as Egypt. Egypt was the first civilization on earth to develop writing, intellectual thought, and many other aspects of civilization. The book contained an article which excerpted Sheikh Anta Diop's book, The African Origin of Civilization. The man with the aged leather shoes began to read quietly to himself, quote, In contemporary descriptions of the ancient Egyptians, this question is never raised. Eyewitnesses of that period formally affirm that the Egyptians were blacks. On several occasions, Herodotus insists on the Negro black character of the Egyptians and even uses this for indirect demonstrations. For example, to prove that the flooding of the Nile cannot be caused by melting snow, he cites among other reasons he deems valid the following observation. It is certain that the natives of the country are black with heat. Herodotus, after relating his eyewitness account informing us that the Egyptians were blacks, then demonstrated with rare honesty for a Greek that Greece borrowed from Egypt all the elements of her civilization, even the cult of gods, and that Egypt was the cradle of civilization. Moreover, archaeological discoveries continually justify Herodotus against his detractors. Thus, Christian de Roche's noble court writes about recent excavations in Tanis' biblical zone. Herodotus 
had seen the outer buildings of these sepulchers and had described them. Pierre Monte has just proved once again that the father of history did not lie. End quote. As the alligator's skin-clad feet slid into the chair, one foot moved quickly with order onto the bar above. The other stayed on the floor, but in its eagerness to move, it had no choice but to begin to tap the floor. This was a notable southern jazz tap with an air of capitalistic confidence. These were feet of action, of privilege, but that had not always been there. They had risen up from poverty as though they had pulled themselves up from bootstraps of burlap to alligator fineness. Looking at him, one could see that a newspaper rested in this passenger's hand. It was open, but folded and refolded so that it appeared like a flattened accordion. It was similar to the carefully creased newspapers held by Wall Street traders in the early 1990s, commuting from their elegant suburban enclaves on New York's Metro North Railroad into the city. In the year 2014, it wasn't often that one saw a person reading a newspaper in the morning, but this was a self-made man who took charge of his own destiny. The uniqueness of holding a paper was further highlighted by the reality that everything, including newspapers, had moved to digital format, to the computer, to the cellular phone, to the tablet, and ebook. This paper was special. This was no ordinary paper. It had a firm political twist to it. He zeroed in on an article, a reprint from the National Review Online from February 24, 2014. A minority among journalistic opinions, it was titled, quote, intolerable black men and company. The man with the alligator skin shoes read it quietly to himself. There is something about the world that can't stand an independent conservative black man. I have long believed that black Republicans, black conservatives are among the bravest people on earth. What these people have to put up with from various quarters is amazing and disgusting. Once Michael Steele, the Maryland Republican, said to me, I have thick skin. I'm an elephant after all. Another time, I asked Thomas Sowell, who has treated you worse in your life, fellow black people or white liberals? He shook his head, chuckled, and said, it's too close to call. End quote. The Jordans took no time to find a resting place. It was as though they were in some sort of permanent slumber. Perpetually asleep, they couldn't wait to find a comfortable position on the metal bar, and they positioned themselves as best they could, with knees bent above them so that the body that they were designed to help support slouched in its seat, as though it was in an upright, fetus-like position. Once rested, the hand of this passenger smoothly slipped into a front pocket, pulled out a cellular phone, and shook it gently. It came on, but had a large crack across its screen. Tapping on the screen, he tried to surf the internet. Apparently, the phone was not working in its normal capacity. A website came up temporarily, and as he moved to a social media platform, he received an error message. Was it the crack on his phone? or the poor reception in the area. He never could tell, but it didn't matter much anyway. He flipped a white headphone into each ear and tapped on the phone's musical application. A rap song came up, 
that was upbeat. This was a new song, which temporarily caught his attention. As the song continued, only a line or two stuck with him, and he began to doze off. The beat was electronic, and the song called My Nigga, featuring YG, Lil Wayne, Meek Mill, Rich Homie, and Nicki Minaj, was talking about violence, money, drug dealing, and disrespect of women. A portion of Lil Wayne's verse caught his attention, and he recited it in his mind as his eyes closed slowly. And I never put a hoe before my bro, don't beef over no hoe, and my niggas sell them keys if you can't open your dough. As he was nodding off, the young man silently repeated Lil Wayne's words. Most likely I'ma die with my finger on the trigger, I've been grinding outside all day with my niggas. Sticking with him, the Lil Wayne lines almost governed his thought process as he looked up with a dreary-eyed stare. The part of the song that stayed with him made him feel a cruel warmth inside, feeling as though he was larger than life, but still in a slumber. He flipped back to another song. It was Biggie Smalls. The man wearing the Jordans repeated the words of Biggie Smalls, mouthing them silently as Biggie rhymed. As I grab the Glock, put it to your head, peace. In the chamber, the safety is off for lease. Straight at your dome homes, I want to see the cabbage. Biggie Small the Savage doing your brain cells much damage. With the smooth voice of Biggie, he scrunched further into his fetal position. Slouched and contorted in his seat, he closed his eyes. So that was chapter one from my book, The Real Wakandas of Africa. As always, we conclude The Real Wakandas of Africa podcast with an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself, MC Brother Miles. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If there was one book, one book left in the world, and I could select what it would be, some people might think I would select a book of religious theology. Some people might think I would choose something that I wrote, something with roadmaps and plans. But if there was one book in the world that I would choose to keep, it would be From Superman to Man by J.A. Rogers. It is not for its eloquence of language, although filled with prose, but it is because Rogers stayed and was within the know. And because of its simplicity in debate, this book was written about a black porter named Dixon who has to serve a white supremacist senator on a segregated train. But it shows and demonstrates that knowledge reigns supreme, for Dixon is the man with the superior knowledge and the dream. How much did I enjoy this book from Superman to Man? I wrote the sequel to the book called From Man to Superman. Also under the book name, The Real Wakandas of Africa, so that people could understand 
that the history of Africa was so ancient and magnificent and grand that today we fail to pay Africa the historical rent. So grab a copy of J.A. Rogers' book from Superman to Man and after you read it, you will never be the same again. Thank you again for listening to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. When you have a chance, please pick a copy of my books up from Amazon. The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark versus Herman Cain. The Great Wall of Africa, The Empire of Benin's 10,000 mile long wall. And The Real Vibranium of Africa, also under the title, The Wakanda's Real Vibranium of Africa. And finally, Akhenaten's Dreams, my latest book. You can find them under my name, Maurice Miles Martinez on Amazon or under those titles. If you would like to become a sustaining member of this podcast, you can click on the link on whatever platform you use to listen to it on, and it will take you to my anchor.fm podcast page where you can actually support it at anywhere between $1 and $9.99 per month. Should you need to contact me, you can reach me at Maurice Miles Martinez at gmail.com, all one word, Maurice, M-A-U-R-I-C-E, Miles, M-I-L-E-S, Martinez, M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z, at gmail.com. Once again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please subscribe and share it with your friends.